Why not? Why not? Why? That's what, that's how you start a podcast. Eh, why not? Hang on. Right? Hang on. <laughs> oh, no, that's how you start a podcast. Hang on. I start a podcast like, why not? <laughs> Is that because you whine a lot? No, wine, alcohol. You do oh. about alcohol? No. Uh, it's cool. Oh. Or, or not. Make your own choice. Make your own choice. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> Drink it or not. Uh, my favorite wine is from the Robert Mondavi vineyards because when i was living with you and your mom way back when i discovered mondavi and loved cabernets and merlots Mm. and so that's my favorite my favorite wine is a michigan wine of course oh it's so cold it's april why is it snowing in april that's a michigan wine (laughs) well played (laughs) thank you I don't know. I don't know whether to be mad or proud. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, Michigan wine." You mean like Saint Julian? Oh no, you're just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's have a podcast. What do you say? Okay. Now that I now that you've, we'll call it. Um, don't freak out, and we go over every single episode of Chuck. Or are you not pitching a new podcast? You want to do an episode of My America? Yes, yeah, My America. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. I sure. can't. I'm not allowed to do another podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, I know. My, neither am I. <laughs> my family has said, stop it. So speaking of podcasts, welcome to my America. <laughs> this is where later. we just get to, we get to own the microphones. Yeah. These things are free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't pay for this show. Welcome. Would you like to introduce it or do you want to just stretch? Uh, why don't you go ahead? Sure. Um, Hey, everybody. Welcome to My America. This week, we are discussing uh, season one, episode one of Chuck the Pilot. We open. (laughs) Oh, you're the worst. I really am. I it's tough being me. I can't say I love it even really. I have to put up with it way longer than you. Um, Did you know that the grape didn't say much when he got stepped on? He just let out a little wine. (laughs) <laughs> that is tomorrow's pun of the day. And I thought it was fitting when you were talking about wine. So there you go. That is really good. That anyway. is good. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to My America. <laughs> this is a real show somehow, impossibly, as it may seem right now. Um, it's a show where we discuss uh, political thoughts and things and thoughts. My name is Kim. I am one of the co-hosts. I think I'm nailing it so far. Uh, I'm a cisgender, white, heterosexual female living in Los Angeles. I work in television production and on the side have a nonprofit called We're the People, where uh, we are aiming to increase voter turnout through a variety of measures, including changing the way that we teach civics in our schools and beyond. And beyond. Uh, and, and hey, I'm Dan. I am a uh, white, cisgender, hetero male living in Michigan, uh, center political spectrum, kind of right of center, kind of left of center, depending on the issues. Uh, blended family dad raising two kids that I am thrilled to, to say are engaged in these discussions in our home, which is awesome. Uh, professionally in marketing, uh, podcasting, all that good stuff. Uh, love riding my motorcycle and having my freedoms. So uh, there you go. I love freedom. Freedom! Anyway, um, and yeah, and I'm super excited to talk about all these things with with Kim. We are, we are We're also related. Oh, yeah. Which makes it awkward at times, but also kind of fun. So there's that. Um, yeah. 
So today we're unpacking this article that you sent me. Um, and I'm really interested to hear how this goes because this is the article. The, the headline is uh, Texas Senate passes controversial national anthem bill after Mark Cuban incident. Uh, so this is interesting. You know, it, I, I used to, I, I co-founded a local hub of the honor flight network here in Southwest Michigan. And so I served veterans, world war II veterans, especially for a long time. And then Korean war veterans, but also Vietnam veterans, uh, volunteered with current serving military, active military, uh, veterans from other conflicts, peacetime veterans, mad respect, um, for those who serve our country. And, and when we would have the national anthem, when we would say the pledge of allegiance together, I would, I would tear up. I get very emotional about it. I stand for the anthem, put my hand over my heart. I'm, I am a civilian completely. So I don't salute. Um, but I do, I'm very much moved by our national anthem. I also in the last few years have grown to understand that that's not everybody's experience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm real curious to talk about this today because like I have some real passionate thoughts about our flag and the anthem and everything else and, our, and those who serve and all this stuff. But then also there's this whole different thing out there. Um, I do too. Good. I, I, I want to say, first of all, that I sent you this article. My mom sent me this article and we're paying penance to her today because I don't want the episode to go by without acknowledging that she sent it to me because in those, in one of the, the last episodes we did, we talked about the use of firefighter versus fireman and did not acknowledge that my like passion for not using that outdated <laughs> terminology comes from my mom. It <laughs> uh. um, is very passionate about it. So um, just before I get into trouble. Thanks, I Bora. Away. <laughs> I, don't I don't have an allowance. Um, yeah, well, I, I have some very strong feelings about this as well. So I'm excited to get into it. And it's fun because, you know, your mom is a, a very much a, an ardent supporter of ours and sends us both information separately together, whatever. And, and she's been an inspiration to me over the years. Um, I love your mom. And so Suck it is, up. I know, well, I got to keep my allowance. Um, <laughs> so, so, so thank you, Bora, for this, uh, this article for sure. Um, yeah. And in all seriousness, like, yeah, jokes aside. Thank you. Um, also keep sending the money. So back in uh, February, uh, Mark Cuban, who owns the Dallas Mavericks, announced that the team would not play the national anthem at any home games, which I find f- so interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. And I got and it got me thinking, like, why do we play the national anthem at our games? At all of our sporting know. events. I, I don't know. It's hard because it is so wrapped up in the feelings of it. Um, you know, I am, as you know, as everybody who spends 15 seconds around me knows, I'm a fan of the San Diego Padres. We are the military team because San Diego has all but, as we discussed, two branches of the military because we also don't have Space Force. But Not yet. one day we could. <laughs> um um, so, you know, for us on Sundays, um, we, when we had fans there now that they're doing limited capacity, I think that they'll go back to doing this or they may already go back to this, um, military could, could come to the game to get, you know, the Padres had a specific section for the military in the beginning or in the middle of the game, everyone stood and cheered for the military. Um, we wear our camo on Sundays. That's our uniform, um, 
all of that. It's a patriotism is really wrapped up in in a lot of sports. I'm not saying like the Padres are so special, even though we are. It, it it is like so interesting to me because it is so tied up in that. Like the feelings of going to a baseball game include standing for a national anthem and watching this giant flag come across the whole field being held by our military, you know, all of this kind of stuff, the flags, uh, the Super Bowl national anthem, all of that, Kelly Clarkson's bangs, you know, it's all tied up together in such a sense of patriotism, but it doesn't have anything to do with sports at all. And my immediate thought when uh, my mom sent it to me, my reaction back to her was, for a party that's all about, quote, America first, the Texas GOP national anthem built sure looks a little North Korean. Right. That, Yeah, that was my second thought. After why do we like, okay, so why do we do it? Is it okay that we don't? Like who who, who cares in a way? My second thought was, oh, but you're going to require it? W- wait, what? The bill, yeah, the bill. The requiring makes it very, like, now, once again, you're making this weird. Yeah. <laughs> being weird. The, the bill itself says a government entity may not enter into an agreement with a professional sports team that requires a financial commitment by this state or any government entity, unless the agreement includes written verification that the team will play the national anthem at all sporting events at the home venue or any facility controlled by the team. Wow. Wow. You, you have to. It is required. Look, I love our national anthem. It sure. moves me. I choke up when I sing it. I don't want to be forced. That is not what our country's about. Mm-hmm. We don't, I, 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 I just, I, oh my gosh. Like, I don't understand it. Look, I'm, I'm Christian. I, I love my faith. I'm not going to require anybody who comes into my house to pray with me before they come in. Unless like that's not a enough Christian. Yeah, exactly. Be, I just, be, if you were a true Christian, you would. Yeah, that's what this is. That that is what this is. If you were a true American, you'd be okay with us taking away your First Amendment rights to not have the, <laughs> exactly. the, the national anthem played. Yeah. If you love this country enough, you would. If you love this country enough, Dan, you would disrespect the flag flag code and wear it on everything. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Like when you said you bring the flag out flat onto the field, that's against flag code. You don't you don't bring the flag out flat. You fly mm-hmm. it. That is against flag code. Mm-hmm. You really want to talk about disrespecting the flag by kneeling? Nope. Yeah. That's a whole, yeah. And yeah. it's so funny to me. And this is a conversation that my mom and I have often about it. We're on the same side um, because I'm smart. <laughs> and, but we have this conversation. We have people in our lives that we love who are really like, you stand for the flag. If you respected our, uh, our soldiers, if you respect our military, if you respect our country, you stand for the flag. Okay. Except that that is kneeling for the flag, kneeling for the national anthem is allowed. In fact, that is some of the proudest actions you can do as an American mm. is to protest this country, to push it, to make it better. That's it. That's that. That's it. To push it, to make it better. I love that. It, that's exactly, that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe don't try and argue about how disrespectful kneeling for the flag is when you don't know what is acceptable use of the flag and what isn't acceptable use of the flag. Right. I, yeah, I don't, this man, Texas quit Texasing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guess, you know, and that's like my, in the last few years trying to 
understand other points of view, you know, listening instead of just talking when people speak and just being like, well, no, no, wait, you don't under like actually listening and say, okay, why does that, why does that hurt you? Why, you know, what are you, what are you saying and why, when we look at our history and look, we're all flawed. There's no human that is not flawed. And so even our, our founders were, were definitely flawed. doesn't mean that they're terrible and we can never remember them and blah, blah, blah. Like we had to study them and understand why they came here, what they were doing, how they want to set up a, a, a more perfect union. Um, and, and yeah, they made some really bad choices, stealing the land <laughs> and, yeah. and killing and committing genocide over the long, a, a long couple hundred years. It wasn't just in a few years. It was a long time. So like it was, you know, but, but that doesn't mean that we, that we're just going to give up the country and be like, okay, never mind. We're all going to move back to Europe. That's like, no, we are here today. And this is what we are, but we can't acknowledge our faults. We can acknowledge our mistakes. We can make it better. We can, we can do these things. And that patriotism, that that's patriotism. That's a love of our country, making it better, not standing for a song or requiring that it's played before every single sporting event or blah, blah. Like that's just, that seems like such blatant propagandist work. How, mm-hmm. how do we not see that as a country? I don't, I don't get it, Kim. I don't get it either. And, and again, I come back to, like you just said, how does this hurt you? to yeah. not have to see somebody not standing for the national anthem yeah what how does that what does that do to you specifically i'll answer for you spoiler alert nothing yeah it does nothing to you and and if that anthem does give someone else a different emotional response mm-hmm. than it does me can we talk about that like let listen right if that national anthem, for whatever reason, is re- not for whatever reason, I don't. That sounds dismissive. I don't want to be dismissive. That anthem is wrapped up in oppression and negativity and other things. For you personally, let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. And 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 that doesn't mean that we need to get rid of the anthem and never play it again. Maybe that discussion and me listening will give you that that other person a different perspective on the anthem. Maybe. I'm not going to change your mind about it and say, well, but you're wrong, but maybe my empathy will help help. And some, I don't know. I just, well, what's not helping is something like this, a bill like this. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And what is it going to punish Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban? No, he doesn't care. He's either going to pay the fine or, you know, leave Houston probably not gonna leave Houston I don't know anything what am I saying but the point is it's not gonna teach Mark Cuban a lesson if anything he's just gonna be more pissed off mm-hmm. he was doing the right thing it's funny because you say you say maybe he'll leave Houston and, and, it, and that reminds me of the other thing going on right now is this you know companies speaking out against the voters suppression legislation mm-hmm. in Georgia and the Republican Party saying, stay out of our politics. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Except, wait a minute. Except for <laughs> political donations. Right. Like, wait, you're the, <sighs> wait. Oh my goodness. You're the ones that passed Citizen United. Yes. You, guys. you want them in your politics until they say, don't do that. And then you say, no, never mind, get out. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You're the party that, 
absolutely lifts up corporate politics a hundred percent, you know, and again, the democratic party takes donations and, you know, sure. makes deals and everything else. Like they're not immune to that at all. Well, the Republican party is the one who literally wants government out of business and let business do whatever they want, which includes like influencing politics, right? Like it may be manipulating. I don't know. Yeah. But as soon as they say, wait a minute, we're going to stand up against this. Cause this is not right. They go, well, never mind, never mind. So, like, yeah. yeah, Mark Cuban could say, you know what? This is what you want to do? Fine. I'm I'm moving my operation to Oklahoma. Good luck. Yeah. And, and he has every right to. He does it's have a, every right to because it's a free it's market. A, it's a free market. But also, and I don't know this, I only know this about the NFL, a nonprofit <laughs> to the fact that these like some of these sports organizations are a nonprofit. I don't think that the yeah, NBA a joke. is a nonprofit, but I just think it's absolutely absurd that any of them are, um, yeah. particularly the NFL, but in general, none of it's them. It's fine. It's the same status as we're the people. You're the same. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I hear about like NRA and all these other groups, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I think I'm running this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have a yacht by now. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very frustrating and i think what's most frustrating about it is the hypocrisy of it stay out of you know keep your politics out of sports i'm not watching this i'm not watching the nba anymore it's too political okay well this is as political as it gets are you gonna not watch the nba now or are you gonna be so proud of what texas has done it, it kind of reminds me of like after 9-11 when the Patriot Act was put into place and, you know, we, we, we signed up for it. We willingly were like, fine, give away our rights, uh, go spy on everything and tap our phones and whatever because we want to catch those bad Muslims. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. You're giving up your rights and taking away rights of other people, even though you're supposed to be the party of give me my rights. Right. And like, I, I just, and then now like in 2021, it's my rights, my rights. I, you don't, don't tell me to wear a mask, but you're going to tell a business that they have to play the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what? And, and, I, and obviously I'm painting a broad brush here. There may be plenty of Republicans or conservatives who think this is absolutely wrong. Well, then where are they? Exactly. Stand up and say, this is not right. Yeah. yeah. I had that conversation with a, a friend a, a while back that, well, just because I don't stand up against it doesn't mean I agree with it. My silence is not complicity. Don't don't tell me that. I'm like, Your okay. silence is complicity. I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry that I that I said that made you feel attacked. I'm sorry. Um, because this person in particular doesn't speak up against really kind of anything. This person is not saying that this is wrong or that is wrong. And then just not like, he's not saying that against Democrats. He's, he's just like, I stay out of it. Okay. You don't want to get involved at all. Okay, that's that's your right, absolutely. He he votes instead of like protests or whatever. Okay, fine, cool. So like in that sense, I can see where my statement of silence is complicity is is you know offensive to him and he doesn't like that. Okay, then I'm sorry I said that. But why aren't more people standing up against this then? Like in in all, in all honesty, like where are you? Where are you? That bothers me so much. It, I have a, I have a couple different thoughts on it which is one to go hamilton if you stand for nothing where what will you fall for <laughs> <laughs> I mean. have, have an opinion 
Oh, he has it. He just doesn't voice it. He voices, and, voices it at the voting box. Which, and that's fine. And, okay. and I'm not saying you need to go out there and be in the streets and be protesting this all the time. Protest, protest. I'm not saying that at all. Everybody's, the work looks different for everybody. What I'm saying is you can, you, you can have your opinions. You can choose not to voice them. That's fine. That does not mean, that, like, your silence is your complicity. Full stop. And so if you're going to be silent, you need to know that. If you're not going to stand up against it, then you need to know that. I'm not saying that you're not doing the work if you're not in the streets. You're not doing the work if you're not posting on social media. You're not doing the work if you're not pushing up against friends. But if you're not doing any of that, if you're not calling Congress at least once to say, hey, I hate this bill. If you're not telling somebody, hey, just so you know, what you just said is offensive. And let me tell you why. Um, if you're not pushing up against something somewhere, your silence is complicity. Mm -hmm. And maybe your friend got his feelings hurt. Sometimes you're going to get your feelings hurt. And the truth hurts. The truth does hurt. You can't handle the truth. You can't. Oh, wait. That's I can't. I can't. <laughs> Be nice to me. I'm sensitive. Yes, you are. You are such a snowflake. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm I'm a snowflake. My party's a snowflake. We're the one. Our whole personality crumbles if people aren't playing the national anthem before a game you're never going to watch because you decided that the league was too political because they told you to get out there and vote. We're the snowflakes. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew that. Oh. You I knew that would get you. I guess I just don't. I, I guess maybe we should like. I mean, gosh, if you're listening and and you're okay with this mandatory national anthem, tweet my America Pod or Dan Moyle or Kim Moffat. Tweet us. Tell tell us like how is this? How do you justify this? If yeah. you believe in the free market and you believe in these freedoms and you believe like how is this okay? Just just explain it to me. How can the government force a private entity, pu public entity, whatever, I don't know exactly, whatever, public sector, private business to, to play the national anthem? I'll tell you what, think about it this way. If you owned a business, do you have to play the national anthem at every door opening? Every time you open at 9 a.m., do you have to play the national anthem every time you open your doors at 9 a.m.? Well, I do it. We do it work. Every time someone comes into the office, we play the national anthem and everyone stops <laughs> yeah. for a couple of minutes and welcomes them to the day. Yeah. No, because you can't have somebody dictate how you run your private business. Well, that's not true. That's not true. Why would I say that? None of that was yeah, true. I was but... going to say, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Everybody gets to do whatever they want. But you know what I uh, was thinking about this when I was clearly not thinking about the other thing I just said? is that you can't um, let the market decide this, not government. If people are all upset and up in arms about the fact that the Mavericks aren't gonna be playing uh, the national anthem at their home games anymore, then if, if this is really so upsetting to you, then don't watch the Mavericks. And right. you know either that'll affect it or it won't affect it. Mm. But dictating to play the national anthem is, um, so incredibly opposite of who we are supposed to be as a country and then to cover that and say that that's patriotism backwards yeah 
no rules when it comes to how businesses run. <laughs> no, no, OSHA doesn't exist. <laughs> no, not at no, all. There's no regulations and licensing, and nope, you just do what you want. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 man, I guess I didn't even think about that until I said it. Like, which sounds like a great podcast perspective, right? <laughs> I didn't think about it until I said I just spoke, but, but like, yeah, you wouldn't, the government can't mandate that you play the national anthem every day when you open your doors for the, for the business for the day. You don't, you just don't, you don't, that's not how this works. Oh my gosh. Anyway. I mean, sounds like they're going to start trying. How does that not bother more people? It bothers the shit out of me. That really is problematic. Because if you were a true patriot, you would just roll over and let this country do whatever it wants. I don't love this country, apparently. Yeah. You know, it, it would be weird. It would be weird to go. No, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. I like hockey. I watch hockey. I do love the Padres, by the way. Our, my time with your your mom at, at the at the park was awesome that year that I lived with you guys. Um, but I, I'm, a, I'm a hockey fan. It would be weird for me to go to a game and not have the National Anthem played. Sure. I don't know that I'd feel right about it. I wouldn't stop going to games. I wouldn't boycott. I wouldn't try and get the government to tell them they have to. I might say to the owners of the team or whatever and say, Hey, you know, write them, email them, whatever. And be like, Hey, I'd like you to bring this back, please. I want to be a voice in this and I want this back, but I'm not going to, I don't want the government forcing them to right at hockey yeah. games. They, they often play O Canada, the Canadian national anthem also, or if they're playing yeah. a Canadian team, they'll play both. Right. I don't, I wouldn't want the government to say, you can't do that. That's Canadian. We're American. Don't do that. I wouldn't want that. But this is so close to it. Yeah. So, so problematic. I mean, I guess there's also a whole discussion on what the national anthem means to different Americans. How can we have this conversation? Should, should we change the national anthem to be something like America, the beautiful or something like there's a whole other discussion to be had, but yeah, the Star Spangled Banner is our national anthem. Yeah. And that's what it is. And if, and if, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm going with that. It's a whole nother discussion I had. It just comes down to like how backwards for me, the thought of how backwards of a thought this is yeah. to mandate this in a country where our first amendment is free speech. Yep. Mandatory patriotism. Yeah. Mandatory manufactured patriotism. It is manufactured. It's completely manufactured. Say something deep now. Let's come on. Give me something, Kim. I don't even know where to go with it. I don't even know. I don't, I don't get it. I'm with you. This one, we 100% agree. This is ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. And it's frustrating. And it's frustrating to be in a country and basically be told that you just don't love your country enough if you want it to be better. Because that's why we're having this whole conversation. And, and the problem is that we're going to lose force for the trees here because you have this all started because Cap kneeled for the flag. And then other athletes also started kneeling for the flag. Whole teams knelt for the flag. Then we started having a conversation, the wrong conversation that should have sparked the conversation about police brutality, what, the, what it means to say Black Lives Matter, um, the way that we treat our BIPOC, it just fellow human beings yeah. in this world. We started having the wrong conversation because instead of having the conversation about what we can do to be better, we had a conversation about how you're not American enough if you don't stand for the flag, which is 
again, comes back to being completely backwards because I think for me personally, patriotism looks different to everybody, but for me personally, my patriotism looks like demanding that our country continue to improve, just like I demand improvement from myself, just like I, I encourage and, and want improvement for the people around me, the people that I love and includes this country. Uh, we had the wrong conversation to begin with. Now we're continuing down the rabbit hole of um, having the wrong conversation and how your patriotism has to be that you stand for the national anthem, not that you want something better for our country, not that you're willing to acknowledge that we have flaws, that we are a flawed nation, we are a flawed people, none of that. That all goes away completely. And we just come around to this. Uh, And that's how we get January 6th. Yeah, exactly. If you were a true patriot, you would have stormed the Capitol. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's so much. But we solved this one. We did it. (laughs) Don't mandate. If you're listening, we're here for you. That's right. I got got you, Mark. I got you. (laughs) I I don't even watch basketball i've never i've never been a fan of basketball i mean i don't watch many sports anyway because i don't but like i tried playing basketball in middle school and i was not good at it and didn't want to be and so i have never been a fan of basketball but i'm surprisingly good at basketball i'm so short but i have excellent hand-eye coordination gotcha i like basketball games a game you know i'll, I'll watch kind of anything if it's on because the game's a game but yeah. um i feel like it's always the championships <laughs> For basketball, I feel like it's always the finals. <laughs> yeah, their playoff seasons, you know, eight months, regular seasons yeah. a month. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's. I guess that's like I'm I'm wrapped up in the idea of this mandatory manufactured patriotism. At the end of the day, I don't really care about basketball, but the games, like, but but they can't. You can't force this. You cannot do this. I support that, and it's a free yeah. market of being able to, you know, under certain regulations. Do what you need to do to, to be a business. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. You cannot mandate patriotism, and that's not what this is. Anyway, yeah. there you go. So we solved it. We're gonna we're gonna we fix did this. It. We did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, it's a pretty sweet um, time to be a baseball fan, by the way, because yeah. like you know, um, <laughs> for some reason now, what sports you watch all dictates what kind of patriot you are and mm. how much you love your country. If you the football one is like so funny to me because people stopped watching football because of the kneeling and also stopped watching football because of the NFL's reaction to the kneeling. Like, so the football one is funny to me, but like for baseball, everyone's like, we're not watching baseball anymore because MLB decided they're pulling the all-star game out of Georgia. We're not watching baseball anymore. So now me doing something I was already going to do anyway is like <laughs> sticking it to the man. So yeah. it's pretty sweet. See, and hockey just sits <laughs> in the background and plays hockey and gives teddy bears to kids and stuff so yeah hockey's where it's at padres do a lot of good for why doesn't hockey get any i guess because they don't really take a stand for anything (laughs) sorry i just realized that i mean that's fine i'm not saying that they have to you can you know it's it's whatever i'm just saying i i guess that's why now that i'm thinking about it it's like it's never really been wrapped in controversy it's also i could be wrong in this seems like a or the joke is always that it's a fairly white sport. It is extremely white. That's what I was going to say is that it is international. It is, it is a worldwide sport of almost exclusively white population. Yeah. Right. Like it's, you know, Russian um, and Eastern Bloc and 
Canada and the US, it's very, very white. Um, there are few people of, of color as players. So they don't take those social justice stands. You know, they do, but they do other stuff. Like hockey players do a lot of good too, like right? right? They they do a lot of different, you know, like childhood cancer stuff, or they go to hospitals and take stuff to kids and whatever. And they, you know, hockey players are amazing humans. Um I just mean, like so other athletes players. are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Baseball yeah, does like, that. You know, I think all sports yeah. kind of do a lot of like community give back and that kind of they stuff. They really do. And that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, hockey just doesn't, you know, they don't, they don't have the diversity that brings out these conversations. And that's maybe a bigger discussion that'd be had. Right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine so, do being. Do you want to solve that in this episode as well? Uh, no. Okay. That's next. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of black players in the NHL and I, can't imagine what it's like to be to be them just like it's an like a, a, a black person a person of color a brown person in any mostly white area of the world like i don't understand what that's like in any in any way yeah um and it would be the same with hockey but yeah anyway that one went off the rails but that's fine right it's our show yeah. it's free it's free to make too that's right so if you are listening still um thank you for sticking by us uh <laughs> and you want to get in on this conversation uh, social media is where we're at my America pod on Twitter and Facebook. We are very active on Twitter to just argue. Um, so there you go. Uh, and I'm at Dan Moyle on the socials. And if you want to talk to me about the Padres, uh, you can come to me at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, Chuck is streaming now on Amazon prime. <laughs> Dan, uh, in the back business, call that a callback. <laughs> Uh, that is a callback. You yeah, yeah, yeah. are amazing at that. Um, and this is what in the business we call a segue. Um, speaking of calling back, we'll be calling back next week with a different thing that we solve. I don't know. <laughs> it was like so amazing. good, but then also nothing to tease. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we just do this on the fly. Yeah. That's it. That's the secret. <laughs> what do you want to do next week? Anyway. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, Kim, thank you for being part of these conversations. I appreciate you very much and always learn and I'm stretched by your conversations. So thank you. Thanks, Dan, for saying that and you're welcome. <laughs>